Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in Her Space. Learning to say no and learning that tying that back to the question about who hindered you, like and me hindering myself, like me not saying no is a hindrance to myself because then I end up in a space where I feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. and I'm taking on way more than I need to. Yeah. And even as a married woman, like I'm very uh, adamant about being independent because it's important. Like I think that it's still very important to have your independence and be an individual, even when you're in a Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. be. Our quote of the day, the journey into self-love and self-acceptance must begin with self-examination. Until you take the journey of self-reflection, it is almost impossible to grow or learn in life. That comes from Mother Iyanla Van Zandt. Today's episode is about deep self-reflection. T, when you think about self-reflection and your journey, particularly your 2019 journey, what comes up for you? You know what I think about, Dom? Well, it kind of takes me back to the traditions that my family had around this time of year. Mm -hmm. And so for me, we were often, you know, around Christmas and the holidays, uh, we would be at church, right? We usually spent our New Year, our New Year's Eve, and I think Christmas as well at church. And we would have activities, we'd have fellowship, food, and all that good stuff. And when I think about reflecting on life, this one instance at church that happened comes to mind for me. So I want to share it with you just to get your feedback because this very short conversation impacted me in a great way. And so basically. My family and I were at church one New Year's Eve and we were going around, you know, us and our church members were sharing different goals that we wanted to achieve for the year and kind of reflecting on the past year that we had. And there was a girl that I know at church and she said something, I don't remember verbatim what she said, but she said something along the lines of, I can't believe I'm in the exact same place I was a year ago. Like nothing had changed. There was no growth, no progress, no real purpose. She was just kind of walking through life, waking up every day and going through the motions. And although our conversation continued and blah, 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 in my mind, that stood out to me. I was like, oh, shit. I know I've been in places in life where nothing has changed for me in 365 days. But when we had that conversation, 
it made me think to myself, like, I don't want that to be the case. Like, I don't want to be, you know, stagnant or stuck. I don't want to just kind of be going through the motions without a yeah. real purpose. And yeah. the thing about it is, lady, like, if you're listening and you feel like that's you, that's okay. Like, I think we all have moments in life, whether you're going through something, whether you've just been so wrapped up in whatever is going on in life, I think the most important thing is that we realize where we are and acknowledging right. the fact that, girl, I haven't, like, nothing in my life has changed. And sometimes, some people don't want to change. Right. And if that's your prerogative, if, that, if that's what you, you know, if that's what you want to do and that's where you are, I think that's okay. I think it just depends on who you are as a person. But for me, as someone that's very, you know, progressive, I want to grow, I want to evolve, that moment stuck out to me. So I, I've all, I feel like I've always been very much in this sort of planning and sort of goal mapping and reflective stage just in all aspects of life. So not just around the new year, but that's kind of what comes up for me around that topic. That's heavy. <laughs> yes, right? It was like a uh in my chest. Like, god damn. <laughs> like, to have that person acknowledge I haven't made any change. Mm -hmm. And my assumption is the way she was sharing it, it was not from that space of, and that's okay, like this is where I want to be, you know, and I, I'm I'm good. It was more of feeling defeated almost. That's Well, that's the vibe that I got mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from how you shared it. Yeah, I would say it was more so like, a, uh, like an epiphany where it was like something clicked and she was just like, damn, nothing mm -hmm. has changed. Like I've literally been in the same exact position in all aspects of life. And it made me kind of sad too because she didn't yeah. seem to be very happy with the fact that that was the case. Um, I think the good thing about it is if we realize that's us, there's always an opportunity to change. If you're right. alive, if you're here, if you're listening to this, it's like, okay, boo, if that's where you at, it's cool. What are we going to do so that it doesn't happen again, right? Right, right. So that we don't make more trips around the sun and are back in the same space. Exactly, exactly. And so that's a perfect time. You know, the end of the year is like a perfect time for us to kind of think about, okay, it's 365 trips around the sun. Mm -hmm. Have we made any changes? Yeah. What are the things that we set out to do for the year? Like, what did we, what goals did we identify for ourselves? What vision did we put out there? And has any of that come to fruition? Yeah, and I feel like we don't, take enough time in society like we're not it's not promoted or or talk I feel like self-reflection is not really talked about a lot it's not really promoted people are always like oh set your goals set your resolutions but it's like sometimes it's okay and it's important to be still and reflect and think about what's happened this year how did it impact me right mm -hmm. and so we have some questions for you lady that will assist you with your year in review because I'm a firm believer that what isn't examined can't be improved, right? right? So if every year you find out that you're in the same place, and you're like, damn, I, I just keep having trouble reaching this goal. Okay, well, let's dig into that, right? Because there's a reason, there's something behind that. Lady, as you're listening, know that this self-reflection is not easy. And it's okay to set that boundary for yourself to decide, okay, 
these questions that we're asking, you don't have to answer them. And, or you can answer them and decide, you know what, I don't want to share this with anyone. Like, I really, this is really difficult for me to even dive into this work. Let me just keep it to myself. One of the things, you know, as I said that, like one of the things that comes up for me, one of my favorite books is Their Eyes Are Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. And one of the things, one of the quotes that I always remember from that book is that this idea that there are some things that a woman has to keep to herself, right? Meaning that Everything is not, everything in your life is not meant to be put out there. That sometimes when you're doing your work, when you're living your life, there are some things that that are sacred to you and don't have to be put out there for everyone to know. And so, again, as we are going through these questions, know that it is perfectly okay to get have moments where you feel stuck. Or have moments where you're like, I'm not ready to dive in adamantly, you know, just be clear on I'm not ready to dive into that work yet. Or I'm going to do the work. I just am not ready to put it out there for anyone. I love that you said that, Dom. I think that's really important. And I think that there should should not be any shame if things do come up, you know? And I do also want to know, ideally, if you're listening to this episode, you will be in a place where you can like journal and you can kind of walk with us through this journey. So as we're asking questions, you can write them down and you can um, just participate in this with us. And if you are doing that or if you're driving or something like that, that's fine. Definitely revisit this episode when you can write. There are two episodes that Dom and I have already recorded that will be a great compliment. So be sure to make a note of this and write it down so that you can revisit that. So you'll have your whole little podcast package when it comes to your year in review and getting to where you want to be. The first episode is from season one. It's going to be episode three, and it's called How to Overcome Procrastination and Make Progress Fast. The second episode is from season three, and it's also episode three, and this is five tips to help you get back on track and find your passion. Um, all right, let's dive in, Dom. All right. So 13 questions to ask yourself as you are conducting your annual year in review. If you had to describe the past year in three words, what would they be? Girl, just real quick, you asking that question, I feel like I had a woo child in my spirit <laughs> and also a big ass sigh of relief. Mm. <sighs> That's just what I think of, but I have my three words. I'll, okay, I'll go wait. ahead. Do you have yours? No, I need a moment. Okay, take your time, take your time. <laughs> the first is going to be transformative. The second is introspective. And the third is jolted because I feel like this year just shook my ass to the core. It was definitely one of the most, I think, the most challenging years of my life at this point, Mm -hmm. for sure. And I think for me, it's funny. I had a session with my coach, Gurian, who we've had on the show, and we literally met a year ago. 
this time of year. So like a year ago in December, we were like on the phone trying to coordinate set coaching sessions. And we have a transcript of different goals that I was setting for myself from a year ago. And so when we looked at that together, I was just like, oh my gosh, the growth, very subtle, but it's just like transformations that have happened internally and a lot of like work that I've done on myself. Um, it's been so hard. <laughs> it's been very challenging, right? Cause it's not easy. It's like going to the gym. You're like, it hurts so good, right? It's like, it's right. painful. Yes. It hurts, but you're developing these muscles. And so that's why I would say it was definitely transformative. And then mm-hmm. as far as introspective, going to therapy, um, just being with myself, working on my meditation practice and spirituality, and then jolted because girl, I think we're going to get into that and some other questions, but I've had some adversity and challenges this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you have. Yes, you girl. Have. You definitely have. Um, okay. So for me, um, I would say um, surprising, connective, not connection. Uh, Something, something, there. something it about connecting. Connect- you was connecting connect- with folks. Yes. You were connecting yes. with folks. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and calming. Ooh. Do you want to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm going to try to pull some course, juice out you course, down. I want the juice. <laughs> so I would say surprising in that, in a good way of like, I did not, when we like launched the podcast, Like, because literally, like, it was a year ago when we were, like, recording a few episodes and plan. like, we had a couple of meetings set and we were doing our photo shoot to, like, get graphics and stuff, like, our image and all of that, get all of that together ready for the January 1st launch. When we were doing all of that, I was not expecting for the podcast to take off in the way that it has. Like, we have over 200,000 unique downloads. I would have been happy with 500. Girl, <laughs> like, right? that. So for me, just to see what we've accomplished in this one year, and we were consistent with mm-hmm. an episode every Yo, single Friday. Girl. I ain't been that consistent with nothing in me life. <laughs> so it's really the partnership because me yes. and Adam, with all the stuff that we were both going through yes. and experiences here every Friday, like, lady, I don't know if you know, that is a big deal for two full-time working women with other, you know what I mean? Like that. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Mm. So surprising, mm-hmm. right? Um, I say connecting, connective, because this year I have found myself Meeting and connecting with people that I don't think I would have been necessarily open to or connecting and connecting with other people in ways that that people that I've known for a while connecting on in on topics and things that like I wouldn't have imagined that we would be connecting on um yeah, so that's been, and, and I think that ties back into the surprising part of this mm-hmm. year, right? Is that like I wasn't expecting like to have these connections with yeah. people, um, and then 
Like, what was my third word? I Your forgot it already. third word was calming. Yes, calming because I've been better about, this year has been focused on being better about managing my, like, anxiety around things. And, and so I think that that has really been, yeah, calming. Mm. Yeah, I like that. All right, ladies. So write down your three words, girl. How would you describe your past year in three words? And we're going to move on to our second question, which is what was a high point? So what was a high point in your year? And if you have several, that's even better. Okay. A high point for me consistently throughout the year still ties back to number one about yeah. the podcast. Mm -hmm. Like this has really just been something that has been really amazing to me. Mm -hmm. um, and so each time we reached a new milestone in terms of the number of like downloads or each time like someone mentions us, like those are like really like surprising like high points for me. What about you? Okay. Oh, I wrote down a couple, okay? But the first is podcast success. Like yeah. like you said, I'm not going to reiterate what you said down, but literally same thing as far as not expecting this. And I think I get emotional when I think about it because I feel like... <sighs> I'm going to keep this. We're going to keep this in the, in the recording too because this is authentic and it's genuine. Um, I think back to... Where the tissues at? Where the tissues? I think back to there. I feel like with the podcast, there are so many. Um, it's just such a blessing, lady. Like this has been an outlet for, I would say, for both of us to. Yeah. I feel like I've been healing myself with the podcast as yeah. far as the topics we cover. We have a chance to just chat with so many amazing people who have shared so much insight. I find myself re-listening to some of our episodes when I'm going through something. And so I think that's one thing, just having this podcast, seeing the feedback, seeing the the way that it's just been growing organically. You know, Dom and I work full time, so we haven't had a chance to really give it our all because we have very high expectations. Like we want to do live events. We want to be, you know, more active in the Facebook community. We want to do so much, but I think we're doing what we can with what we have, right? You, you don't have to start off perfect. And so seeing your feedback, ladies, seeing the testimonials, realizing that there are so many Black women that resonate with the content and that are thirsty for healing and that are thirsty for genuine, you know, authentic connection. Like we are not about, there are so many different outlets out there, right? And we are not about the drama. We are not about any chaos. This is all about healing and love and just to see the feedback, I mean, there are some days where we are struggling and we're like, oh my gosh, girl, it's so late. We end up recording and it's like, oh my gosh, we got to edit and then post this. And just seeing your feedback, literally sometimes I will go look at the reviews and I'm like, okay, this is my motivation to just yes. push through. So yeah. I, I would say that is like one of the biggest highs this year for sure. I would also add on a side note, um, my sabbatical, taking that six week break that I had, especially considering all the obstacles I faced this year. That was so important for me and so much needed. Um, and then I just say career growth and personal growth. I've just pushed myself so much this year. And it's nice to kind of see some of the fruits of my labor. 
I feel like Aww. I always make things emotional. I'm Aww. not bad, y'all. I've been no, getting in touch with my emotions that, this year, okay? That is really mm-hmm. good, though. That is really important. And I think that that's part of what happens when we do a self-reflection, right? Mm-hmm. That, like, we start writing stuff down and we start really, when we really start diving in and thinking about the things we've been through this yes. year and that have meant so much, mm-hmm. it the emotions are going to come up. Yeah. And it's okay, right? Which is why we are not editing out any crying. I've always said, I'm not going to cry on social media or on air but at this point i'm just like so open with my emotions you know so yeah it is what it is (laughs) it is what it is and that's part of part of that process is like owning who Mm -hmm. you are right Mm -hmm. so what is the scariest challenging thing you've done this year i mean i think for me like i think honestly i think for me when as I looked through, as I was reflecting on all of these questions, the podcast keeps coming up for mm-hmm. me, right? Um, so the podcast was scary and challenging at the same time. Scary because this is something totally new for me, right? Challenging in that, like we talked about the consistency mm-hmm. of like wanting to like make sure we put out content every Friday and then trying and challenging and figuring out how to vibe with a teammate. Right. Right. Which I feel like we've been so blessed in how we just instantaneously vibe. Right. Yeah. That's been my Mm -hmm. biggest, that's, that has been challenging and exciting and all the emotions. Yes. I would second that down. I would say for me, my, scariest and challenging thing that I've done is probably letting go of toxic relationships, Mm. like letting go and not just like a willy nilly relationship, but like relationships that have been so ingrained into who I am and that, you know, folks that I've been connected to so deeply actually ending those because I'm choosing me and choosing my sanity and choosing my peace. That's not easy to do, you know, when you've been connected to someone for so long. So that has definitely been one for me. That, yeah, that is, Definitely scary and challenging all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Question number four is, which of your personal qualities turned out to be the most helpful this year? And hands down, I would say resilience for all this adversity. I would say um, also commitment to the process. Like I've been having a mental shift, especially now that I'm back in the gym. I've had this mental shift of like, it's not about, oh, I just want my body to look bomb. It's not about that. It's more about the process. It's about maintaining. It's about the lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. And so truly being committed to whatever process I'm part of. So whether it's the podcast and all the ebbs and flows with that, or if it's like a new endeavor and the, you know, the growing pains of that. So I would say that's my second, but then also asking for help. This year I have Mm -hmm. asked for help and embraced help in ways that I have not done in my life because I've always felt like, and always kind of had to, carry everything on my shoulder, on my shoulders, both of them, not just one. Not just one. But both shoulders. You, you might be leaning a little exactly. bit if it was just exactly. one, right? Exactly. So I, I carry everything on shoulders <laughs> and um, asking for help. So by way of therapy, by way of setting boundaries, by way of asking for what I need. And that is so huge for me because I used to think I had to do it all on my own. Mm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, one of, I think my biggest personal quality is openness to new experiences. Mm-hmm. This year, I there's been a lot of different things that have come up for me and just being open to what may come of it and, you know, 
relying on my favorite phrase, one of my favorite phrases of trusting the process, <laughs> mm-hmm. that has really helped me a lot and and exposed me to a lot of things that I might not have had the opportunity to had I been like, eh, that's new, that's different, I'm not going to do it. Right. And I can think of a few instances. I don't know if you want me to share, but... <laughs> Go ahead. So one in particular, because I know how I felt when I first went to the tort class. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's been like now ritual. I try to go every week when I can. But us going together, I know you were like, girl, this is like outside of my comfort zone. But you went and we had a good time. And so that was one that stood out among others. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. All right. Question number five. What was your most common mental state this year? So like, was it stressed? Being at peace, being excited. I would say that mine was reflective. I reflected a lot and I just got comfortable sitting with myself. I will say, lady, depending on what comes up for you, this might be a question to really lean into. Because if you notice that your state for the year was super low and that was like the majority of the time, it might be it might be wise to kind of think about, okay, what what can I put in place next year? to maybe shift that mood, right? Because this is a really great question that will allow you to see any patterns that you're noticing or that you may not have thought about before within your life. Yeah. What about you, Dom? Um, hmm. I would say, I wouldn't say that I was stressed. Um, I would say that I was aware. Mm-hmm. That was like my constant, because like how you mentioned like being reflective, it wasn't necessarily reflective. It was more about about being aware of what's happening in the present moment and how do I engage in a way that prevents me from being stressed. So mindfulness, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. That is powerful. So, oh, child, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it really it is. definitely is. Um, now, this next question. May be a tough one to answer. It may be one of those questions that you don't want to answer out loud. Like if you're, if lady, if you're sitting around with your girlfriends and you're like, all right, let's go through this. This may be something that you may definitely want to process with a therapist or spend some time alone really reflecting on. Uh, The question is, who has hindered you Mm -hmm. this year? I think as much as I talked earlier about being open to new experiences, I think for myself, I was the person who hindered myself more than anyone else. Mm -hmm. I think part of one, recognizing that I can be open, that how willing I am to be open to new experiences There are ways in which I know that I could grow or things that I know that I can be doing to reach my what I believe is my fullest potential that I haven't gotten to a space of doing yet. And so I think for me, I'm my biggest hindrance. Literally verbatim. That's what I was going to say. Like exactly, Dom. So I would say me too. Um, We're going to move on to the next question here. And that question is, who can you thank for their love, light, support, or encouragement this past year? I 
feel like I'm at an award ceremony and I'm giving that speech when you <laughs> get up. Yes. <laughs> right? So first I would like to thank you, lady, who's listening to us right now. Again, we would not be where we are with the number of downloads that we've had without you. Without you listening and then telling your friends and then telling their friends. And I think that has been, that has just been so amazing and I'm so grateful for that. I also want to thank like my friends and family because I know that like throughout this year, because I've been doing so much, I haven't always been as present as I used to be for people. And so I know that that's a change. And, but people have still been riding with me. Mm -hmm. And I am so, so thankful and so, so grateful for each and every one of you who has still continued to encourage me and support me and check in on me and be like, girl, you're still alive over there in mm -hmm. California. <laughs> and so I can be like, yes, I am. I am. You want to shout anybody out by name? Just curious. No pressure. Cause I know you got a lot of folks. I know I got a lot of folks and that's pressure. Okay. Okay. You don't have to, I was just going to shout people out and I didn't want you to be like, well, damn, I ain't shout my people out. No. Everybody. And they know who they <laughs> you are. Know who you, are. you know who that's you are. That's the best are. way to do it, girl. Yes. That's the way to do it. Don't forget nobody. I would say definitely my husband. He's been super supportive with the podcast. When we record late, he's like, all right, you're going to be recording tonight? He's not like hounding me. You know, he's super supportive. Um, Dom, obviously. Um, Gurian, my therapist. Got to shout out Biagi, Mina, my bestie, my grandmother. Um, and then also like the, the working teams that I work with, my Cool Speak family and my Asana team, they've been so supportive with all the life changes and things that have been going on. So I just want to thank everybody because the team is so important. Yes, it mm. is. Mm -mm. And I know I would have forgot people if I would have started naming folks. See, so, yeah, I feel so. you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So our next question. This is another one of those questions that may bring up some emotion. And maybe a question that you want to really spend some time with. Did you make a mistake that you haven't forgiven yourself for? If so, what do you need in order to forgive yourself? Now, I definitely made mistakes this year. Don't get me wrong. But when I think about this question, I don't. Nothing comes up for me that that's lingering as far as things that I have not forgiven myself for. I think with my reflective, you know, meditation practices, I feel like I'm pretty good with that. Um, so that's kind of how I feel right now. Yeah, I think for me, it's similar. Is mm -hmm. that like we are constantly, we're all flawed human beings. That's mm -hmm. what makes us human is that we're flawed. I think I'm constantly, I've gotten better over the years of, okay, if I make a mistake, like saying, okay, this was a mistake and making a determination, like, is this something that I need to go back and like fully address? Like, was it harm to someone else that I need to go back and like do some reparative work? Or is this something like for me personally that I can address internally? And if it's, and so just making that determination, like, okay, 
when do I address it? How do I address it? And and reminding myself to have some compassion and reminding myself that I am human and that it's normal and natural for us to make mistakes and it's okay to acknowledge those things, which is very, very hard to do. It is, but I think that's a beautiful way to put it as far as our thoughts on mistakes. Now, our next question is, how did your overall outlook on life evolve? I think my overall outlook continues to be one of being open and recognizing that how you thought about things five years ago, three years ago, one year ago may not be how I'm thinking about things now. And that's okay. That's right. Show is. All right. I would say that my outlook has definitely shifted. And one thing that I'm really leaning into right now is embracing the seasons and knowing that I have everything and you have everything that you need to weather the storms. And even in 2020, it's not going to be summer or spring all year long, right? We're going to have our fall. We're going to have our winter. And so I think leaning into the ebbs and flows of life, because sometimes I have the, I want to say propensity to be uh, naively optimistic where I'm just like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be rainbows and sunshines the whole year. But it's like, that's not realistic. You know, every year at the end of the year, we're like, dang, we lost so many people this year. Like things are going to happen right. even next year, right? Things are going to happen. There are going to be things that we don't expect, things that we're not prepared for. But knowing that even when those seasons of life come, it's going to be okay. And I can handle it. And I think that shift for me is going to be so, just so crucial moving forward in life. Because I always, I was always so devastated when something when the winter came, right? Like mm-hmm. winter and, you know, and life came, I was just like, oh my gosh, this bad thing happened or this dark time happened. And it's like, there are ebbs and flows. And so going with the seasons. And as you learn to go through the ebbs and flows of these seasons, right? What do you believe you deserve a pat on the back for? That's a very easy answer for me, Dom. My answer is not giving the fuck up because this year I could have threw in the motherfucking towel and be like, bye, I'm done. It was hard, okay? And you, I didn't give up. You I'm didn't here. give up. You did the you rolled through those <laughs> ebbs and flows, those seasons. Mm-hmm. Like your winter may have felt like it lasted longer than it needed to. Yes. Or came around more than it needed to. Like, damn. Three like, winters in one year? That's right, what we doing? Right. Okay. That's what it's always supposed to happen once. <laughs> exactly. <right? laughs> but you persevere. Yes. So you deserve a pat on the back for that. I got you. Thank you, Dom. I got you. Dom patting my back. Y'all, thank you, Dom. (laughs) What about you, girl? I think I deserve a pat on the back for the second half of the year learning to say no. This is like a, like, notice I said the second half of the year. Like, it's a recent development, (laughs) right? And that's one of the things that we can also think about, too, is that, like, Things that have happened for us throughout the year, some of it, some of that evolution might not come until the end. And that's okay because you're still within that year, Mm -hmm. right? So for me, I recognize that, like, I get excited about all the things, right? Like, opportunities being presented to me and learning that it's okay to say no. 
right? And it's still a daily struggle, but I'm giving myself a pat on the back for those initials saying no, because sometimes those are the hardest ones. Like I even think about, like, as I'm saying this, I'm even thinking about an opportunity that was presented to us. And we were both super, super excited about it. And then we both, when we really thought about it, and you initiated saying, Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is the right time for us. And I was like, I literally let out a sigh of relief when I read your message because I was like, okay, like, you're right. Like, I do, like, this is an opportunity for for us to say no. Yeah. Right? That is so hard. Yeah. But I'm getting better about it so that I don't end up in a space where I'm feeling overwhelmed and stressed out. Exactly. Let me go ahead and pat you on the back, Dom. Thank you, girl. girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next question. What was the most important lesson you learned this year? I bring that right back to what I just said about learning to say no and learning that tying that back to the question about who hindered you, like me hindering myself, like me not saying no is a hindrance to myself because then I end up in a space where I feel overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and I'm taking on way more than I need to. And so like this practice of learning to say no, balancing that with being open to new experiences is that is probably the hugest lesson. Yeah. What about for you? That's powerful. I would say that this year I learned that I have so much power within, and we all do, but on a personal level because of what I faced this year, I just realized that, you know, our mind is so powerful, and I've been praying like never before and meditating so much and using my visualization and just I I self-soothe through some situations that were very difficult for me. And the fact that I was able to do that, I just felt very self-sufficient. I think sometimes when you're married or you have a partner, um, it's easy to expect your partner to kind of like do things for you. So like, and when I say do things for you, I mean emotionally. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, this thing is difficult. I need this person to be like my security blanket. And even as a married woman, like I'm very uh, adamant about being independent because it's important. Like, I think that it's still very important to have your independence and be an individual, even when you're in a couple. And so for me, there were certain personal things where it's just like, this is just my personal thing that I'm going through and I'm going to get myself through. I'm going to build my bridge and I'm going to pull myself out of it and not expect my husband to, or my best friend to. And so there were situations where I had to do that. And I was like, damn girl, you got it. Mm -hmm. Showing yourself that you, you are worthy, that you can do this, that like, yeah. You are meant for this. That's right. Next question. What was the most surprising thing you experienced this year? Do you know, Dom? What was the most surprising thing? I'm going to tie it back around to the podcast. podcast. Like, I keep, keep, like, coming back to it. Like, this has been such an incredible experience. It has. And honestly, lady, like, when you hear us talk about the numbers, like, to us, it's not just, like, oh, this is dope. The podcast is lit. It's like, no, this is incredible. This is, this is us making an impact. And like, this is healing for our community, right? This is for the culture. This is for our community. This is for black women and women of color. And so to see the numbers and to see your feedback, I mean, that is just so incredible to know that we are 
making an impact and creating this community. And one day we can't wait to meet you because we're going to be hosting some events soon. So we can't wait to see you in person. Um, But yeah, I'm with you there. I think this is definitely a surprise. The little idea, we didn't know. I was so intimidated by podcasting. We didn't know what to do. And the fact that we've come this far and we literally failed forward because you'll notice in some episodes, the audio is not that good. And it's like, well, we trying. We just, we just right, trying to pull it right. together, and we're perfecting it as we go along, and just you know making progress. So, yeah. Now, the last question, lady, that we want you to think about is: What is the number one goal for next year? What is the number one goal that you want to that you will achieve next year? I don't know about you, T, but my number one goal is to work smarter, not harder. You know, like I go back to what I was saying about like learning to say no to some things and being open, balancing that with being open to new experiences and and that piece of figuring out how to always be aware of what's happening for me in the moment so that I'm not feeling stressed and overwhelmed because there were points in the year where I felt overwhelmed. And so for next year, for 2020, my goal is to work in a way that keeps me from feeling overwhelmed and still offers me like fulfillment and exposure to new opportunities. Go ahead, Dom. Um, I love it. <laughs> I'm so proud of you and excited for you. I think we both had a chance to watch each other grow this year. So that's so amazing. And it's exciting to hear you say that. Um, I would say that my biggest goal, so I finished writing my self-help book this year and I'm, my biggest goal is to publish that in 2020. And for me, this book, girl, it has tried me. I have like relived some of the traumatic experiences I've had in my childhood and just, just tough experiences throughout life. And having to relive that also brought up some emotions, some pent up emotions that I suppressed so deep down within at my core and I've had to let that energy out and so I've been like very emotional this year and I feel like I wasn't really as in tune with my emotions before because I didn't really have a safe space to let them out like that wasn't something I was able to do it was like shut up and suck it up that's kind of like the mentality that was in my household and so having a chance to let that inner child out and heal and and parent my inner child and give her the love and the protection and safety that she didn't have growing up. Um, so the book, lady, it's coming out. I'm going to keep you posted. If you want, I will post updates on my Instagram. And that's just my name, at Terry Lomax. So I will post the launch date and all the goodies and stuff that will come with that. But that is the biggest goal, is to provide that healing um, in a different capacity in 2020. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so looking forward to reading Thank you, Dom. This was fun. This How does was. it feel? It feels good to be in a space of like, okay, wait, hold on. Like, let me think back to these things that how this year really went and giving myself that opportunity to think about things that I might have just like kind of pushed to the side because, you know, we get on this like, let's get through our day to day. Let's survive. We're not necessarily sometimes we're in a space of not necessarily thriving and we're just like surviving. And so having this opportunity to dive into the self-reflection really, you know, 
truly, if you really take time to sit with it, could take a few hours, right? To really dive into each of these questions and really think back from like January 1, 2019 to now. And it's like, it can, it's going to bring up all of the feelings Mm -hmm. and to just give yourself that space to feel whatever feelings come up. That's so wonderful to me. Mm -hmm. I would agree. And I think that sometimes when you have these, when you ask yourself these questions that we often don't think about it, I guess you remember that so much has happened. Like you've survived Mm -hmm. so much this year. Right. And so I think it's really healthy for us to do this. And it's so important because really in order to know where you're going, I think you have to know where you came from. Right. Right. And so we had a chance to do that. Now, lady, I do want to say Dom and I are expanding. We have created a YouTube channel and we are going to slowly but surely start to add episodes to the YouTube channel. But we want to add a special video that Dom and I created for you probably about a year ago, right? A year ago. And that video, we're going to post it, but we need to get to 100 subscribers on YouTube. And right now we have about 35. So be sure to head on over to our podcast Instagram page, which is literally the podcast name at Her Space Podcast on Instagram. The link is in our bio. That's going to take you to our YouTube page. Once you subscribe and we get 100 subscribers, we will then post a special video for you. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health. But it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast. Or check out our website at herspacepodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I know that everything is working out for my good, even when things don't go as planned. We'll see you next week, lady.